With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind Call. Uh, usual, usual cast of characters today, Carrie JK and myself, Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. And we welcome you. Today we are going to be talking about uh, the collectability of your music and the sort of package that you put it in put it into and you know that maybe maybe some maybe you give it a kind of handmade or kind of homemade kind of feel this is part of the appeal of vinyl today where there's this resurgence of vinyl this is definitely you know i was talking to a friend of mine the other night she was in here we were recording and she was talking about putting her record out on vinyl even though she's a micro uh uh micro artist micro indie artist probably like you are like carrie and i are and what you have to understand is people that are passionate about music, they love, that's why they love vinyl because, and they want to show it off to all their friends and they want to talk about how, hey, I have this artist I bet you never heard of and look at this really awesome package that came in or this really cool vinyl and it opens up and there's a, you know, there's a handkerchief and a, <laughs> a Q-tip <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> so um, that, is a, that, that is the focus of, uh, of today's Today's show, we are live on Facebook as well in our uh, secret uh, musicians mastermind. If you'd like to know more about that, you can reach out to me at Lou at LouLombardiMusic.com as well as check out our website, LoudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Tons of cool podcasts there. Uh, Carrie is, I'm going to let him kind of like, this is a sort of specialty of his. This is something he's very passionate about. Well, and I'm going to let Specialty, him, I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm working gonna, I'm going to kind of let him sort of like get the, get the conversation started. We do have a few people watching live. Uh, if you are hanging out with us live, uh, Jeremy and Channing, if you guys have any kind of questions or anything you'd like to talk about, um, you know, you, you want to clarify anything, uh, please, uh, I'll be monitoring the comments and you can leave your comment uh, there on Facebook. All right, Carrie, what, what, what is this idea? Kind of, uh, I gave a little overview of it, but um, yeah, what are you working on there? Because I know this is something that uh, that really interests you. Well, well, basically, part of this is a, a response to a situation where, like, we're probably going to do most of our business digitally. Right. We want to do more of it physically, where we can make some money. And vinyl's great, but there are huge overheads there. And if you are doing vinyl. Even though you, there are ways that you can do it on the cheap, you really shouldn't because it defeats the objects of doing vinyl. The whole point is to have a quality object that people will want to keep. One of the things that we mentioned last week, um, and if you go back and listen to some of the previous shows, but last week one of the things that really stuck out in my mind was this idea of there of knowing when to do stuff on the cheap, mm. and you know looking for places where you can legitimately save money in a, in a way that makes sense versus being cheap or putting out a, mm. a something skimpy or excuse me I'll use the term something half ass you don't yeah. half ass the mix or the production or the mastering and stuff like that so when it comes down to this type of stuff either you want whatever you're putting the music in to mm. look to to there needs to be a um congruency with how professional how awesome your music is with the package 
the atmosphere, the vibe, and everything that it uh, that goes along with it. So if I may just sort of interject that there was something we talked about last week, so you could check it out. Go ahead. Yeah. So um. Yeah. But everything I'm about to say assumes that you know what you're doing with your music and with your production. And um, I mean, part of that as well. There's so much you can do from your bedroom now, and including we're finding out principles of even if you're using um, digital mastering, that's better than nothing. Um, ideally, get um, an actual mastering engineer to work on your stuff to put it out that way. Um, but assuming you've got the stuff now and you're already selling it digitally, if you want to do more physically, part of the issue here is um, we want to sell physical product, but people aren't buying it in the same quantities they're used to. And um, a CD is not the main way that people are going to do stuff. And if they do, it's because they want your thing is is a keeper and it's something they want in the formats other than something digital. And, and obviously the other thing is you want to be able to do is sell them at gigs. Um, so this has got me thinking a bit more about the package and also um, having been around the sort of handmade community, it's sort of like seeing, seeing the way that they do things has opened my eyes a little bit to what we could be doing as musicians. And sometimes um, I think we can be guilty of setting aside sort of like production values that aren't oral um, or, or aren't digital there as well. So the idea of actually getting a package and something that feels valuable, something that feels beautiful to have in your house as well as being the actual music, which is the main product. Um, another thing that, that's got me from the sort of like handmade community is that they're very big now, and a lot of people are very big now on things being eco-friendly. And so plastic packaging there's a, there's a huge movement to getting away from plastic packaging wherever possible or stuff that isn't recyclable. Even if it's something you hope they don't recycle, like your CD case, it's nice to be able to say it is. In case so you want to throw this in the garbage, you, yeah. don't, have to, you don't have to worry yeah. about it killing any whales or seals or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, but to be honest, this is, this, is the, this, this is something I'll say there. I've got to say right now, um, I mean, quick straw poll here. Have you ever met anybody who likes jewel cases? That no, it's you know what, even back in the day, I'm mm. old, and mm. um, I remember just like back in the day, it was a pain in the ass to kind of like put all because you would like get the CDs, you'd be in the car. You know, people talk about people being distracted with cell phones, <laughs> but I was always distracted with like, oh, I gotta have this right CD, and I'd be like trying to drive and, and I'm throwing the jewel case everywhere, and pretty soon the CDs and the jewel cases got completely. Uh, mixed up with each, from from each other, and then on oh, this was always always would bum me out. Is those fricker, those excuse me those frickers? They would they would crack, and then it'd be like ah man, now I got a cracked jewel case or whatever. And it was just they were bulky, clunky, heavy. <laughs> so and it didn't match well with what was happening. Uh, with the idea of a CD, which was supposed to be smaller and easier to use. <laughs> and they tried to stuff all that in the beginning, Carrie, and I, uh, a lot of uh, touring, uh, not Tory, but like major name acts were trying to stuff all the same stuff they stuffed in a vinyl record into that CD jewel case. Mm-hmm. As well, and even in cassettes, we got to go back to the cassette, they were kind of doing yeah. the same. And it never really worked because what? You had a font that was like, you know, um, you know, uh, a millimeter where you could read. The, it was, it was, it was no good. So I think there's what's happening today is because we have this worldly global economy and you can, you're connected with people that can like 
you know, even if you're not good at designing stuff, with people who can come up with really cool ideas, you can now, yeah, you could sell a CD. That doesn't mean that it can't have some cool packaging that brings all right. that great experience that people had with the, and they can keep the great experience right there, collectible in their collection, and they can pop if they want to pop that CD out and take it with them if they want. Or have the vinyl or whatever format. I mean, they're even putting music uh, back out on cassettes right. now. That That's a little question. We could do it. Um, yeah. And so, that. and with all that in mind, and I do have all that in mind, let's dive in. Dive in. Sorry. I, so, I, I stole your thunder. I apologize. So, the, the advantage, I mean, what, I have to have what, a purpose here, Carrie. Yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you the, the, the one um, saving grace of dual cases and the function that they were designed to solve in the first place is that you can easily stack them alongside each other on a bookcase. Well, that makes sense. Or in a CD case. And um, over time, they did come like, um, like the cardboard digipacks. It's also become a bit more desirable now. That They still have the um, plastic tray in there, but the, the packaging overall is on cardboard. It just feels a bit nicer. And then there's others that are completely cardboard, which will lead me to my next thing. Now, here... Um, when we're talking at the completely independent level where the business you're doing uh, is only like, it's probably less than a hundred units a year. And um, quite often when you go to get duplication, there's people always looking for ways to get cost-effective um, CDs and the like for um, very small runs, like below 25. And often it's like uh, if you've got a gig coming up and you know you're going to want to sell them there or you're, or you want to be ready for when someone orders something through the website. And something I said last week as well, you can get, companies will do this for you. They will do print on demand, like drop shipping. But I've also said that I think that is a false friend now because then it will completely take out the personal aspect of the, of the transaction, which is vital now if you're going to be doing this in the cottage industry. So, um, so, this, so this is going to start me off at Kunaki who said before are the, um, are the cheapest out there for duplication because they've taken out all the human elements. So it's no great blow for the, the workforce. But here's what they'll do for you. Um, and if you're listening to this on audio, you won't see what I'm holding up. But if you're watching on video, you will. This is the standard jewel case that they'll supply it in. Um, it's in a black tray. That's non-negotiable. This is what you get. Um, and the disc is fully printed. And there's a single panel card. And on the back tray, they'll even do um, a barcode for you, which some places will charge extra for. But that is the bog standard package. And most duplication services will do this as their baseline. Amazon do, and they charge way, way more for it. And so it's all right, but is this a desirable item? Is this a collectible item? I would say no and no. I would say no. Unless, unless you can be do something really, really interesting with that picture on the front. Unless you can right. do something insanely interesting with it. But for all intents and purposes, no. Right. right. So here's the next thing. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of the jewel case. I'm going to keep the disc. Now, Kanaki will also duplicate, and most duplicating plants will also duplicate just the discs only and send you them in a cake of discs. So then what you can do is get your packaging done elsewhere. And there's other companies as well that will do the whole thing for you, and they'll work with you on this according to your budget, um, which is good to do. Um, but if we're talking like um, early on as well, these are things you might want to experiment with beforehand. 
Now, here's what I've done. I'm going to share the screen at this point. In fact, I'll show you what I've got, first of all. This is a prototype cardboard wallet. And what I've done is I've printed all of it, so it's just here. And inside, it's two pockets. The disc will go in one side. I still need to um, adapt it so that I'll change the flap over there. And then the other pocket can have anything. You can have your, um, you can have anything you like. You can have um, your booklet. You can make a booklet to go in there. You can easily print a double panel booklet. You can um, put a set of stickers there or a set of postcards. You could do an, an extra bonus CD and put it in there if you wanted. And the whole thing will go there. And this came out of an inkjet printer at home. Looks good. And, looks, um, looks really and good, Carrie. And I'm going to show you how I did this. And I'm going to share a screen at this point. Okay. For those of uh, you who are just listening, we will do our best to sort of describe what's uh, happening here with the screen share. So what I've done here, and when I finalize this template, I'll share it with the group. I've just measured out the, um, the dimensions that I want there. And what it actually is, is... Um, I'll stop the show again in a minute just so I can show this. This is it printed out, slightly less than an A4 sheet of card. Okay. And all I've done is, having done that, is fold it there. I folded it twice there, and that whole process takes less than a minute. And now okay. I've got my packaging. Um, the template itself looks like this. Share. Okay, Carrie is uh, going to um, show us the, uh, the template that... Uh... And how that's right. Did so, you, what, um, you, what did you what what program is this? Just Word or something? What this is um, this is Open Office that I've done this oh, okay. in. Any... This in in the Microsoft product Open Office. I'm sure there is a oh, uh, uh, yeah. a Mac <laughs> equivalent. Uh, I'm sure, but I'll I'll do it in a file that everyone can use. And and all I've done is I've I've um I've measured out the panels there, and the dimensions. So then I can just insert whatever uh, um whatever artwork it is I want to put in there. Uh, I don't know if this one's um, set exactly right as it should be. Let's go to here. Okay, he's uh, pasting. He's kind of doing a little demo here for us, guys. Yeah. On, uh, you know, we've set up a project uh, in, the, in the software here, and he's, mm. uh, Carrie is kind of taking us through how you might uh, insert your artwork. What it basically yeah. is, is it's basically the size of... Uh, what the standard sort of uh, jewel case dimensions are uh, with uh, two flaps sort of at the bottom that allow you to uh, fold it up so you can insert whatever you'd like on either side. You could put your mm. CD on one side and as Carrie said, maybe a bonus CD. What would be, what, not, just as Carrie's uh, putting this up, I just want to kind of give you some ideas. Uh, one of the things you could also do is, you know, if you uh, have a, uh, um, a compilation CD you've been featured on, this is a great way, this is a great thing to do too because it's not only saying that, hey, I make, you know, I, here's my record, but here are eight, nine other bands or mm. artists that you would like too that I that I did a project with, and it's a um, so there's, there's a lot we can get into that I think on another podcast about working stuff like, but it's just a suggestion. You could put a big booklet in there. 
People love stickers. <laughs> you can shove <laughs> stickers in there. There's a lot of cool things you could do. You could get real creative. I would sit down and brainstorm because there's probably mm. all kinds of things you could probably that's put That's in a there. real good idea, actually. What I've just done there is I've thought about something else that's just come in a wallet. You can even fit that in the little pocket. What is that, Carrie? That's just like a random CD. Oh, you just put like another. Okay, the, what, what example, Carrie's showing yeah. us is a uh, a CD. It's not in a jewel case. It's just in a sleeve, and he's just putting that in there too. That works too. Now, are the, are the bottom things are they just folded? Is that all that is? Yeah, Carrie? that's just folded over to make a pocket there. Okay. And the then other thing is, when you do it, it like this, you are you are in complete control of this package, and you can make it according to what you want. You want to make it a standard size so people can still put it in their case with their other CDs. Create, here's, you something you, here's something you could do, uh, also do with that other side. A couple things you could do is you could create a handwritten note. Mm. Now, you may say, oh, my God, what if I, you know, the thousand fans, right? That's the model. How am I going to write a thousand notes? Well, there's a couple things you could do. I'm going to give you a couple of cheats on that. You could write five notes, <laughs> copy them, mix them up, you know, and just just sign each one. So, but but just handwrite them initially. So that's five instead of having to write a thousand. Um, but that's another thing that could go on the other side. Actually, a note doesn't take up much space, and you could still put another CD in there yeah. or stickers. So this in a very small thing. It's if you if you're not watching, we put these up on YouTube. So go find this on YouTube because this is actually really cool. If um, this is a way to still just send a freaking CD. What well what appears to be just be a CD, but when they open it up, it's a, it becomes a shock and awe pack. There's this all kind of, you can now. put stickers, another CD, a handwritten note. There's a lot you could, you could uh, tuck uh, in there very, very easily and create something that's really personal. And pe people are touched by stuff like that. Mm. I mean, that's the kind of thing people go like, Oh, I got my CD and open them and go like, Oh, cool. Oh my God. Look at this neat thing I got. And, you know, whatever, wherever your wherever your fans are located, if it's a blog, a podcast, a private Facebook group, or whatever, you know, they'll they'll get on there and show Oh, my God. Look at the cool thing. Carrie sent me. Not only did he send me his CD, but he wrote me a note and, you know, so um, it's also it's a uh, it also becomes a force multiplier. It's the kind of yeah. thing that this is when it starts to get around that you're doing stuff like this. Other people are going to really take to that. Mm. I mean, that right there is pretty much exactly what I got from the handmade community and um, what we've been doing, sort of selling jewellery as well, that um, when you put it in the package and we put um, little bits of candy in there, little extra gifts, little free gifts, not stuff that's advertised. No as, chocolate. Um, <laughs> well, not unless it's winter and you know it's not going to melt. Uh, but things like that are really appreciated because it makes it more of an experience and, you, and, you, and, the, and they know they're getting extra. Um, by the way, something else I just did there. When you think about the thank you notes, you could you could just fold up a full A4 sheet of something. So now you've got a much better lyric sheet as well. You couldn't do that with a jewel case. Well, that's another thing you can do. Um, you could. Th this is something that would be really awesome: is handwrite the lyrics to each one of your songs. Mm -hmm. Okay, just just do it one time. It's all you got to do once, and and then and then and then sign it, and. Put it, make sure you format it down so you can fold it in half or whatever and put it in that other sleeve. And then you don't give the people the lyrics to every song. You you randomize it so there's different lyrics to different songs. And you could even make it a collectible kind of thing where you can get, there's different packages. You don't know exactly 
what is going to be in that package when you get it. There's going to be some extras. One of them is going to be one of the songs. So people that maybe become super fans, they might want to collect all of them. They may want, they may like, they might, this might be a way to entice people to maybe buy and buy it, but do it legitimately. Don't just make a gimmick out of it. You want to really do it in a way that shows that you are, you do care about your, your fans and you want them to have an experience. Mm. So do it with just just to make it um, an attractive thing. Um, by the way, this is all the handmade side of it. Um, there are people who will do all sorts of packages as well, and especially as you do higher numbers, you may well want to get that out there. But once you know exactly what it is you want to do, the chances the chances are pretty good of finding someone out there that will do it for you. But do sort of like look for the better mouse trap. Don't just start, stick with the bog standard and look for anything you can do to make it personal. And then when you do send it out, actually do send it out yourself so you're in control of the process, at least while we're at that cottage industry level. I mean, this is, an, this is another thing. I mean, in a way, I feel we've sort of come full circle with this now. Because like in the late 90s, when CD burners started to become a thing, that's when I started like making your own CDs. And it actually became part of my um, preparation for a gig. If I knew I had a gig coming up, I'm going to have to burn 10 CDs and cut out all the sleeves and put it all together. So I've got them to take and sell because like I'm actually getting them, dis- uh, get- actually getting them replicated at that time is prohibitive. If you weren't, if you weren't doing like 500,000 units still is. Um, and then after a while, we sort of found ways to uh, not have to do that. Another people way to get it. But now we're sort of at the point now where as the numbers are getting less and less to the point where it's not about having the big numbers there. It's starting to look a bit more attractive now, just being in control of the process again. Actually burning the CD, that I will still send off for. I see um, the burner that you've got on your computer is not good enough. Yeah, do, I, uh, but- I, I, I'll tell you guys, I, I, ha- I should pull it out and show it to you guys. Well, maybe I'll do that next mm. uh, podcast. Is I bought this, oh man, like long time, maybe 10 years ago or so. Mm. I bought this gizmo that hooks up to the computer and... It burn it spits the CDs out like you can do multiples of them. You can you can go away for the day and come back. And there'll be a big stack of CDs for you on the floor, um, and it, it puts the label. It puts the labels and all that stuff on into it'll burn the thing on there and everything. Um, but the, I bought that and then. I just, I never, we, we did them for small things. Like if we were going to go and have a, uh, we we're going to have a show and I wanted to have some CDs, you know, we would burn them. We would put them out like we'd, you know, we'd have them like that. Just get a few at a time. It was handy uh, for that. I haven't used it in many, many years. Um, it just got, um, because it had, because of the burnt, because of uh, uh, putting the, uh, content on burning the content on the the graphics onto the disc that was extremely time consuming it took up a like a lot of power and ink and, and whatnot so it became kind of like when it when kunaki happened it was just like well why <laughs> am i doing this um it was just it's actually e- easier to use um the other thing is something like that though is effective if you can if you, and you could still do this guys like this is no shame in doing this if you're going to go out and you're going to play a show and oh crap i don't have any cd's or like i only got five left or whatever and you you know you can do that get yourself a label maker and that is just a cd and you what you could do what you do in a situation like that is the label you put on there you put the the date of the show, the venue, and you make it like 
this is just a special thing. Maybe you don't sell it for 10, maybe you, because you made it yourself, you sell it for five or three or whatever. And it's a good way. It could even be a thing. It could be, you could, it could be, you could have something special to, uh, just for that with maybe some covers and maybe some acoustic stuff and you kind of, you know, demos or whatever. So they have something. So you're working on the cheap, but you're still making it really uh, personal, unique, different. Um, so there are ways to kind of, to 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 uh to do both. Um, another yeah. thing that you can add, Carrie, and, and maybe you know I don't know if you've ever done this. I have not done this yet, but I think that this would be a cool thing to do is to create. You know when you when you get the Blu-ray of your favorite movie, there's mm-hmm. always the commentary version. You know where mm-hmm. the maybe the head the lead actor and the director discuss as they go. You can do that with your CD. You could put your CD on, and you and that maybe maybe the guy that produced it with you, or your partner, or your songwriter, maybe just yourself, record it in. Um, what's the super cheap one? I mean, I'm saying Reaper, uh, but like Audacity, Audacity, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And you can record that in Audacity, burn them off, either burn or send them to Kanaki, and just get you know, and then you put those in there. So now they've got a, a common CD commentary, which a lot of people really really love because it takes it to a whole other level now they get inside your process you know they they get like an intimate look at like kind of what you were thought if if a song is about something deeply personal that happened to you as the music is playing you can tell the story of that you you could bring up different things in the song that you want them to you know if you did some really cool guitar thing here that you know you can highlight that and talk about that um and it that could be that other cd on in in the uh, in the in the package as well if you don't want to make a cd of it you can create you can put a a a link in the packaging says go to this link and they can they can download it or they can, you can or just a podcast out of it or there's a lot of different things that you can do or just run that like um a radio broadcast uh-huh. just introduce it as if you're djing the thing yeah there you are so you create um, mm. uh, a thing where you where you're DJing it and you're kind of doing you could do your own behind the music mm-hmm. audio of your band. You know, now let's uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about one other thing now, and this is something that this obviously doesn't have because it's handmade, and that's a barcode. Now Kanaki gives you this, and um, if you've got a UPC, which you probably have from your digital distribution anyway, you can generate a barcode really easily. So here comes another screen share. Okay, Carrie is going to share a screen here, and I will do my best to sort of describe what it is we're seeing. All right, and this time, this is barcodesinc.com. have a free barcode generator that you can use. Oh, neato. And um, the great thing about this is you can do it with a unique profit pro- product code, or you can just do it with any text you like. So you can even add this in. Just um, so... Uh, so... Um, you could even make this as a like a little like um, whimsical thing to add in too. So I've just done rock and roll circus. So what you can do is you can put in uh, on this uh, bar. What's what's the website? Barcodes.com. Barcodesinc.com. Barcodesinc.com allows you to not only create a barcode for free, but you can customize it and put like a little name on it. Like Carrie's yeah, doing it right, right now. And you put rock and roll circus on there. And there is rock and roll circus. So if someone scans that in in a shop, what will come up is this is rock and roll circus. That's cool. Um, now, that on its own, you might think you'd rather have um, something like a UPC one. Well, there's that one. So what I've done with that one is I've taken the 
I've taken the unique product code from, no, it's not there. Uh, so I've taken the UPC from one of my albums. I've got it from the distributor. There it is. Um, obviously, you'll, you'll have to take my word for it. <laughs> that this is uh, that this is what it is. U UPC EAN. So this allows you to create a UPC yeah. as well. Now, what I will yeah. say with this one, um, you won't actually see it from here because uh, uh, Microsoft don't actually let this sort of image come up on a, on a browser. But you put it if you put it in um, if you put it in GIMP, I'll show you what that actually looks like. I'm just going to switch to another screen share. Okay, Kerry is going to put it into GIMP. Uh, so share again. Yeah, sound, sounds like a very politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> and this is and this is what it looks like now. Uh, okay. And it's got their name and on it looks, there. This looks this looks totally professional. Now it does come up. It does put their their name on it though. Barcode. Yeah. That, barcode sync. yeah, it does that. Um, I noticed there was a label generator, so I don't know um, if that solves that particular problem. So so what so what what you print that out on a some kind of label generator and you just stick it. Well, well stick it or just include it in your artwork. That you're going to print out anyway. So let's go back to here again. Uh, go back a bit further. Uh, there's a barcode label designer. Let's see what's here. There we go. And this is a. Uh, and here and th and here's another thing. Oh, actually, this one. This is actually the paid service now. So that's what they're trying to. That's what they're trying to. Upsell. So when so when you do the paid service on Barcodes Inc., you can eliminate their. Um putting their yeah. name on it but you see then it costs it costs quite a bit when you do that but uh, what you can twelve hundred dollars yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah this is oh so this is this, so this is the point of this anyway they're trying to get you used to it so but the point is that um while this is something that we that would we wouldn't be able to do normally what we can then do is generate it and then um and the other thing as well you say it's got their name on the top but hey we've just loaded that up into what's essentially photoshop and what you're saying out. is you could you can <laughs> oh you're you're cheating the system, Carrie. Shame on you. <laughs> so, but the point is, like, um, pretty it's much people like you that are ruining this business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the point of all this anyway, and I think that this is the kind of takeaway from all of this, is that when you start thinking about problems, have solutions, and and when you start thinking about, you start from the point of view of saying like. I'm not selling enough CDs and the actual CD that I've got to sell isn't good enough. How can I make it better? And I've got to make it better without spending lots of money on it. I haven't got any at this point. So then you start looking at it and you think, I've got a printer over there in the corner. I've got some sort of art skills that I can use. And by thinking about it and giving it that little bit of TLC, you start um, coming up with solutions. And then when you do that, you start having ideas. And when you're in control of the process, you keep on finding ways to make it a bit more interesting. And when you do that, then you've also got, you're bringing people into that process and it shows that you care about what you're doing and the people you want to bring in, they're getting something now that not only are they not getting from buying your stuff digitally, they're also not getting it from the more mainstream artists because they'll never do all of that. They can't. But what they can do, I mean, this is one of the things that we're, this is one of the advantages we do have as independent musicians and um, part of this, there's like, we're sort of like um, the culture sort of conditioned us to sort of like play act as uh, megastars as much as possible. But 
actually now and now people know that people are independent and are doing stuff in their bedrooms and they love that idea of finding this um of finding this like undiscovered genius who they can really get behind and who will belong to them that is valuable people don't realize how valuable that is in this big chase for like great numbers and to sort of try and put yourself across as this megastar when you're not you lose the huge value that comes with being somebody that can be approached personally i mean if you i mean if they listen to your stuff and it's crap then um it's not going to help you but if you are good at what you do and for whatever reason you aren't doing those big numbers because you just can't for the circumstances or that your stuff's too niche then that's exactly the time when people want to come in and have that personal relationship with what you're doing and they love it when you give them something back then that they would not get from someone more established because then when somebody goes to their house and they show you their stuff on the shelf, instead of having to say, oh, is some, um, some like pub musician, this is somebody who's doing this stuff. This is, this, look at this guy. He is, um, he is he's one of the best kept secrets in the industry. That's when word gets around. And then after a while, it may, maybe gets to the point where you can't do this anymore and you have to start um, giving them more mass-produced stuff. But you've still made those personal connections. Well, here, th- this, is, this, this is then... This here's what happens then <clears throat> when you get to that point. Then this becomes part of your VIP <laughs> group. Okay. So the people that are like, I want the signed thing with the handwritten note and the uh, I want to hear the I want the, the additional CD with the early mixes or the acoustic demos and I want, you know, uh, you know, the 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 five different versions of the album cover or whatever <clears throat> those people go into your vip program at that point once you've built it up where you can't do this for everybody it's like santa claus remember you know the story about santa claus like <laughs> he was going out every night handing out toys but then it got too big so he had to condense it down to one night a year <laughs> <laughs> so so this is so this is going to be your thing you'll you'll create this and you'll say great it, you know we're putting this out I think that at this point you will have learned that there's ways to even do this mass produce where you can still make it really special and still kind of be ahead of, of what other people are doing. But if they want that more personal experience, you know, this is part of my v- VIP club. You pay what blah, blah, blah a month or blah, blah, blah a year. And, you know, I'm going to be feeding you stuff like this. And, you know, so so that takes you to that. And that's a that's a uh, topic for another um, podcast. But right. There is a point where it becomes non scale. That, but that doesn't don't you shouldn't. What we're saying is, don't worry about that. I mean, like most of the people, like Channing and Jeremy, who are watching, Melissa, Jeff, you know, all the different people that you know that, that are in the group, uh, Bex Birch. It, we're none of us are at that point where we really have to go. Like, oh my god, I got ten thousand people, and they all want a handwritten note. You know, that is like we're not. Don't worry about what you're not ready to worry about yet. You cross that bridge. You'll figure that out when you get to. You may come up with a solution to that that's freaking brilliant, and you then come on the podcast <laughs> and tell us what you how you worked how you worked it out because we because we because we want to know. But don't worry about stuff. This is something that musicians run into all the time. They go like, oh my god, I'll never be able to. Do it. But when they've got twelve fans. 
<laughs> Let's take care of 12 people. Like, make it so good. Get them to go out and talk about what an amazing experience you're having with you. Then the 12 becomes 24 and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, th- this was a really good talk. I have awesome show notes. So please find, uh, please go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com uh, because we took great notes on this. If you're going like, I don't remember everything said. I try to uh, keep up with the with the uh, with the notes here. I will put a link to Barcodes Inc. dot yeah. com uh, in there. And what and what 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 was the other links we had, Kerry? Oh well, I'm I'm gonna up, I'm gonna upload this template to the group. Um, once I've I've just got one more thing I need to add to it, but I'll I'll upload that that um template in a format you can use. I want you to give you um I'd like you to give me your feedback if you have a go at it. See see what you come up with, um, because I I, th- I think this is this is something that's uh, really useful. Um, so yeah, I'll do that. I'll put the template up as well. Okay, that that would be um. That that would that would be that would be really good because I think people could, would really benefit mm. from uh being able to just copy that. If you don't know how to get into the group, you're confused on that, go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. More easily, though, just email me and ask me. Uh, we will put a link together. Things have been a little hectic. I'm working on my own uh, uh, band project at the moment, and that's taking a lot of my attention, so we don't have some of the stuff together. David Hooper got us hooked up with doing this uh, podcast, um, you know, kind of in a, in a very fast kind of way. <laughs> so we're still kind of building the infrastructure around getting people into our private group and stuff. But just email me at uh, lou at music.com and because there's, there's resources in the group, there's going to be more as we go, um, as we as we as we build this. Um, so. Um, you know, match the professionalism in the package with the professionalism of the music. You spend all this time writing these songs and you pour it and you put your, you put your freaking balls into it. You got to do the same thing because we all know, I mean, maybe you haven't figured it out yet, but if you haven't go back, listen to our other shows that it, today's business, music business is the music is just one part of it. Okay. The handmade idea, keep that in mind. It should feel beautiful, collectible, interesting it should feel like something special in people's hands um mess around with the idea of eco-friendly you can play that up that is a kind of a buzz word buzz phrase uh today so it's a way to kind of get people's attention um so uh you can you can, print on demand is not always the best way to go but there is a place for it uh it none of this has to be expensive i mean carrie show you a way of doing stuff when you're freaking what is it what it was an inkjet or laser printer what do you have i just use an inkjet printer just an inkjet printer <laughs> I do, we do want to get a laser printer, but all of these are affordable at yeah, home. Yeah, and, and, and at this point, already. guys, when you're sending these out, onesies, twosies, fivesies, or whatever, you know, you you can you could buy go buy some extra cartridges for your, and you'll be fine. And think about including stickers, lyrics, additional CDs, maybe links. You know, you have special uh, secret links to maybe podcasts that you do or whatever. Um, uh, something I thought about while you were talking, Carrie, and I did, we didn't talk about, it, but I thought it was like a, a friendship bracelet, like a cloth friendship bracelet, mm-hmm. something that would easily fit in there. That could be personal, could be different colors, whatever you know, it is you do. You, yeah, that's, whatever, that's what whatever you like. Um, you can also include your own audio behind the music CD or a podcast radio show of the making of your record, uh, a commentary CD, um, or your last CD 
or last EP. When we talked mm-hmm. last week about how to release records, we talked about this idea that maybe in building up to the CD, you release that you have an EP. Well, this EP you can only get online, but guess what? When you buy my CD, I'm going to give you a physical copy of that EP that you loved so much that was only released on Spotify or whatever, okay? Use your imagination. And this is something that most mainstream artists either can't or won't do. So this completely sets you apart. And this is the nouveau thing today, all right? This is, people want that personal experience. And this is why, you know, the mainstream artists, this is one of the reasons why you see our great rock legends very often, they just can't, keep up they can't do it because people aren't looking for that anywhere they're looking for this and there's a huge value in being somebody who's approachable personable somebody that they could actually reach out to and we could talk a little bit about you know dealing with people inter- more interpersonally uh, using the internet at another point um ludini rock and roll circus.com is our website carry any parting thoughts before we wrap up for today no i think i think we're just about there that's uh that, that's uh... a good show man this is all actionable stuff man just mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, on the way out, I do want to mention one thing. We are heading into the holiday season here. Um, and uh, I uh, Jam Play is now a sponsor. So if you would, if you're looking to hone some of your guitar playing skills, they have courses from like, so So maybe you're thinking about getting, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the child in your life, uh, a guitar for Christmas or something like that. Uh, they have stuff for beginners. You know, if you have a significant other that wants to improve his or her guitar skills, you know, they have intermediate stuff. They've got advanced stuff. I mean, they got famous people in their teaching, people like Steve Stevens. Who wouldn't want to learn from Steve Stevens? Um, so there will be a link to our um, uh, jam play uh, offer uh, in the in the notes as well. So you, you want to make sure you that you scroll down uh, on YouTube or, or wherever you're watching this uh, and, or if you're listening to it on Podbean or our website, check out that link because um, you're going to get something. I think you're going to get something like 40% off or something right mm-hmm. now. So they're running a kick-ass deal and it helps us and it's a, a great offer for you or your significant others in your life. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind and we'll catch you guys all next week. Take care now. See you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.